Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. The new COVID variant with multiple mutations enters North America with two cases in Canada. Experts say it may already be here. On the spy for the Omicron variant, the tri-state prepares for the next phase of the COVID pandemic. I'm Sean Adams. A travel ban from South Africa and seven other African nations goes into effect as local officials call for better screening and contact tracing at airports. I'm Marla Diamond at JFK. Brad Heller is checking his news feed to confirm if the Mets have picked up stud pitcher Max Scherzer. It was 20 years ago today we lost a second Beatle. Memories from our news radio archives for this date. It's Monday, November 29th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Hoping you didn't get too basted over Thanksgiving and you're back in fine form this morning. It's breezy, it's cold out, 43 degrees for the high temperature today. I'm Paul Merdane. You're looking very relaxed. And maybe a little wider. <laughs> a little, little, little rougher on the edges. You too. Oh, me too. I'm saying, listen, I'm saying the same thing for me. It was a great, great stretch off. Hope everybody enjoyed a great, long, peaceful Thanksgiving holiday. And then along came the news that we've got this variant that we're all having to take a close look at now. And around the tri-state, our governors are doubling down on the need for vaccinations and booster shots as this Omicron variant enters our continent with two cases in Ontario, Canada now. And WCBS reporter Sean Adams is here with what our governors are doing about Omicron. Sean. Yeah, just when you thought you could relax. Uh, no time to be complacent. Uh, no time to let your guard down. Omicron is poised to be the Grinch as we all look forward to the holidays. The name alone sounds ominous. Omicron. So much, though, still unknown. Is this COVID strain virulent? Is it easily transmitted? Do the present vaccines offer protection? It's going to take a few weeks for scientists to sort it all out. In the meantime, New York Governor Hochul warns uh, that COVID cases are rising in the state, especially in western New York, not so much in the New York City area. She says the best bet right now, just get that booster. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, he got his third dose over the weekend and recorded this public service announcement. Easy peasy, uh, in and out, easy to do, clearly increases your protection against this awful virus, folks. So far, no Omicron detected in the United States. In Connecticut, scientists are sentinels. The state laboratories are performing genomic sequencing of positive test results as they hunt for Omicron. 
Global worries about this variant are leading to travel restrictions. For more on that part of the story, we go to Kennedy Airport and check in with WCBS reporter Marla Diamond. And Sean, a travel ban from South Africa and seven other African nations went into effect at 12.01 this morning. After issuing the ban, President Biden said the U.S. has decided to be cautious about the variant because we don't know a lot about it and how quickly it spreads. The speed with which the new restrictions were put into place just hours after the South African health authorities announced the discovery of the variant variant means some passengers have found themselves stranded without warning. While scientists in South Africa were first to identify the new variant, it's unclear whether it emerged there or was brought there from another country. Despite the bans, the new variant has already been found in at least a dozen countries. There are stricter travel restrictions in countries like Israel. They have closed their borders. The new threat has city councilman Mark Levine calling for a vaccine requirement and a negative test to get on a domestic flight and screening and contact tracing for foreign travelers. And we're live at JFK Airport. Marla Diamond, WCBS News Radio 880. And news this morning potentially about the Mets maybe making a move to get Max. Brad Heller is here. And, you know, what are you hearing about this this morning, Brad? Well, Paul, we're hearing that there is a deal that's on the table and the two sides are close. Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom could possibly be a dynamic one-two punch in this Mets starting rotation. Now, the deal we're hearing, multi-year, worth at least $40 million per year, which would be a record for an MLB player, and Scherzer's expected to make a decision today. He is 37 years old and didn't pitch in Game 6 of the World Series because of arm fatigue, but he's still just as dominant as ever, more wins and a lower ERA in his 30s than in his 20s. Now, Mets fans know a deal's not done until it's actually signed. Remember Trevor Bauer last year, and also remember Steve Cohen tweeted just last week about getting burned by Steven Matz's agent. But this is Max Scherzer, a three-time Cy Young winner, a World Series champ, and maybe Cohen this time won't take no for an answer. Brad, thank you. Hanukkah's here, which means something big and bright new in the city coming up. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. And now on the morning news roundup, the weather day ahead. It's going to be windy and cold today, blustery. Some sun, some clouds, high of 43. Wind chills in the low 30s uh, through the day with that wind blowing about. Cold tonight, clear, 36 city, upper 20s burbs. Tomorrow's going to be early sun, but late day clouds, the high of 41. And by Wednesday, clouds and sun and not as chilly with a high of 48. Around the city this morning, we have 37 in Wisconsin and 38 in Manhattan this morning. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. And the first candle on the world's largest menorah now is lit in Manhattan, celebrating the first night of Hanukkah and the return of a New York tradition. WCBS's Steve Burns in Midtown. It's a menorah so tall, you need a cherry picker to reach the top. We lighted the world's largest Hanukkah menorah. It's 36 feet For Rabbi Shmuel Butman, Hanukkah's themes of light and determination are on full display below him, seeing a plaza filled once again following a muted event last year. The lights that you see are dedicated to the victims. Sometimes when things are not good, it's where you need that resilience. And no matter how challenging it is, we know New Yorkers are resilient, strong, and we're people of faith. Mayor-elect Eric Adams ceremoniously lighting the shamash says New Yorkers need to support each other. When you light a Hanukkah lamp, 
It is saying basically that no matter how challenged it is, the light would never go out. In Midtown, Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. It is Monday. It's the morning news roundup. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning. I'm Paul Murdane. Three things to know as we start off a whole new work week. First of all, starting today, the U.S. is banning travel from South Africa and nearby regions. As scientists track the new COVID variant, experts caution that it's unclear whether Omicron is more dangerous than other versions. Number two, the trial of Ghislaine Maxwell starts today with opening arguments. A federal jury will be asked to decide if the socialite procured underage girls for her companion, the late Jeffrey Epstein. Third thing, the 50th anniversary box set of The Doors' L.A. Woman. We'll have more than two hours of unreleased recordings. It's being released Friday on CD and vinyl. And that brings us to our news archives now. 88 seconds in sound for the 29th of November. The record player, pretty much left for dead a generation ago, is again the hottest thing in music. First shown to us on this date in Menlo Park, New Jersey, in what is now Edison Township, Middlesex County, by Thomas Edison. And here's his voice from the 50th anniversary in 1927, four years before his death, when he leaned into a tube and recreated that magical moment. The first words I spoke in the original phonograph, a little piece of practical poetry. Mary had a little lamb, its feet were white as snow, and everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. Breaking news. 2017, when the morning news became the morning news. And this really is breaking news. Uh, breaking news to the people at NBC who did not see this coming. Matt Lauer is out at the Today Show, and he's out from a 20-plus year career at NBC News. This is over inappropriate behavior. They said that there, there is reason to believe that this is not an isolated incident. And you could see the shell-shocked look of Savannah Guthrie. She looked like she wanted to cry, actually. Later that same day, shocking news about another broadcasting legend. It's been a quiet week in Lake Wobegon, my hometown. The Minnesota icon who brought Lake Wobegon to listeners for more than 40 years is out of a job. Today, Minnesota Public Radio fired Garrison Keeler for what it called inappropriate behavior with someone who worked with him. That's the news from Lake Wobegon, where all the women are strong. All the men are good We lost a second Beatle on this date. We've lost one of the greats of uh, music, uh, any kind of music, and it's a shame. The cancer death of George Harrison hit us hard, as you can hear in our conversation that day with DJ Dan Ingram. When I heard the Revolver album and I heard what he was doing with chord changes and and, and, and picking out bass guitar notes with his other hand and, and playing things that are just starting to come into jazz today, I realized this was a guy who was way ahead and above of anybody else. Plus... The man himself was one of the nicest men I ever met. 2001, all those years ago. This is November 29th. You know, I was reading that uh, 17 days before George Harrison's death in New York City, the remaining Beatles got together bedside with him, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. And uh, there was a lot of laughs, a few tears. And Paul talks about how the two of them held hands, which is something guys from Liverpool wouldn't do back in the day, but it just seemed so right. 20 years ago. It's the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup on this Monday morning. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.